Attention business owners. Are you struggling while waiting for your customers to pay on their net 30, 60, or 90-day invoices? Can't get a business loan? Have no equity, bad credit, or maybe no credit at all? Then you need to call AmeriFactors right now. AmeriFactors will give you cash for your invoices and there's nothing to pay back. We simply buy your account receivables and if those clients don't pay on the invoices, we take the loss. We give you funds based on your account receivables not your credit and 98% of all applicants are approved it's that simple with AmeriFactors there's no more waiting for your customers to pay we give you the funds up front then we wait for your customers to pay us fund your business today call AmeriFactors right now 800-847-1183 800-847-1183 that's 800-847-1183 Live from San Francisco on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network, you are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with your hosts, Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi. Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's get it on! How's it going, everybody? Brian Alvarez here on Wrestling Observer Live. We are here every day, Monday through Friday, noon Pacific, 3 Eastern, Sunday, 3 Pacific, 6 Eastern. Now on Saturdays at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 Eastern with Jim Valley, who... In fact, joins us in studio here today. Couldn't make it on Friday, but hey, he's here today to talk about last week's wrestling and so much more. Jim, what are you wearing? You know, Brian, it's really funny. When I started joining you here, I have a bunch of wrestling shirts, so I just started wearing them to coordinate with the wrestling show for video subscribers. And then when I called you the other day, you mentioned, well, what shirt am I wearing? You said it's my gimmick, and I'm like... Oh my gosh, Brian's right. Yes. I have a gimmick. You have a gimmick now. So in honor of my gimmick, to pay tribute to the new United States champion in New Japan, Lance Archer, I'm wearing my New Japan United States Championship t-shirt with with the belt on the front. This is probably one of my favorite shirts. So did you watch any of the New Japan show yet? Not yet. Not yet. I saw some clips. David Finley looks great. Looks like he leaned up. I'm happy. Well, if you didn't hear about it, everybody, so yes, there is a new U.S. champion, and I guess if you want to consider it a spoiler, if you haven't seen the show, you can, but it was announced yesterday before the show that there was going to be a new United States champion because weather issues coming out of the, well, I guess we'll talk about that in a second, but basically there were travel issues with uh, Moxley and Zack Sabre Jr. They couldn't get there as a result of the typhoon. And so New Japan announced the U.S. title has been vacated. And Lance Archer, who wasn't even booked to be in the U.S. title match, is now the new champion. He subbed for John Moxley against Juice Robinson. Moxley is noted unable to make it due to travel issues. And Archer demanded the match become no DQ. Robinson agreed. They had an all-out brawl. Archer got the win following the blackout on a pile of chairs. So Lance Archer is your new U.S. champion. And then, as you noted, David Finley returned, laid out Archer with a couple of stunners. He'd been out for most of the year following shoulder surgery. His last match was in February. Now he is back, and he is going to be challenging soon for the U.S. title. We'll talk more about this after the break, plus Raw tonight. Mike Sempervivi is going to join us, and much, much more here on Wrestling Observer Live. (laughs) 
Now that you can get your favorite Chili's 3 for 10 meals delivered, anywhere can be your own personal Chili's. So? Hi, welcome to my house. Welcome to the meat lover section of my in-laws' vegan barbecue. Burgers, finally. Welcome to my therapist's office, where it's okay to eat your feelings. <laughs> and quesadillas. Welcome to Chili's Delivery. Order online at chilis.com slash delivery and get all your favorite 3 for 10 meals, like Cajun chicken pasta, delivered right to you wherever you are. At participating restaurants only, 3 for 10 not available via third-party platforms. Delivery fees apply. Want to fly somewhere? Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Then call. That's right. Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. Low-cost airlines has all kinds of cheap travel deals. Fly domestically and save up to 75%. You can even fly internationally and save even more. Yes, fly anywhere in the world and save a lot of money on your plane tickets. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. So don't book your tickets until you call us first for the absolute cheapest price. Prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. Call right now for prices so low they can't be published. Travel experts are here 24-7 to help. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. At 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober, and all it took was the one phone call. Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800 403-5912. 800-403-5912. 800-403-5912. That's 800-403-5912. You're in charge of hiring and indeed has solutions, like online skills tests, which let a candidate show that they're the right hire. And we give you this toy monkey, which will bang its symbols when the right resume appears. Okay, there is no monkey. I said there is no monkey! But skills tests, that's a for sure. See why independent research by Silk Road shows Indeed delivers three times more hires than any other job site. Visit Indeed.com slash promo today and get a free sponsored job upgrade on your first posting. Terms, conditions, and exclusions apply. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back on the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. During the break, Jim Valley said, I never thought I'd be the t-shirt guy. But he said, it's better than Shorty G. Now, you're right, Jim, but you never should have said that because now I just I just had a revelation. Oh, no. That you're going to be Shorty V. That's going to be your new gimmick here on this show. That's my new gimmick. We're Shorty over. V. Love it. Which I guarantee I can get over bigger than Vince will get over Shorty G. Sure. That's a guarantee. Mike, did you watch any of New Japan last night? 
Unfortunately, I haven't had a chance to this morning. It was a little bit busy overnight, so I didn't get a chance to, to see it this morning uh, when I was able to get home. But uh, they were able to, I think, uh, make some, some good hay out of the fact that they, they've had a, a troubling situation, obviously, with the typhoon going in there, not being able to get in Zack Sabre Jr., which only affected a preliminary match. But uh, obviously, having Moxley not there really hurt. But with the year Lance Archer has had and the way things have gone, I'm not saying that this was fortuitous at all uh, for, for New Japan, but it certainly was for Lance Archer, and I think this is a great opportunity, even if it's a short-term thing, to continue to get a little bit of of uh, speed behind Lance Archer, and hopefully you know, they have plans for him for the new year because I think he certainly earned his, his spot there. I was wondering how he was going to handle being split apart from Davey Boy Smith Jr. and coming back from the injuries and all that sort of stuff, but it certainly started with the G1 in Dallas, and it has con- continued on for there from him. For him. This person actually says Moxley should have gone to Japan. Why is it excusable for him but not Juice or Archer? Dude, he couldn't get there. Okay, listen. Zack Sabre Jr. couldn't so get there stupid. either. Okay, this is so stupid. Real life here. Both airports in Tokyo were closed. Shut down. That's real life. So no, there's no angle. There's no conspiracy theory. Dude, all I heard this morning was conspiracy theories about this. But the conspiracy theory is there was the worst typhoon since like the 50s. Yeah. It's like people are dying. Like the people are legitimately dying in this thing, and you're worried. Like you're wondering, conspiracy is AEW holding Moxley back so he doesn't have to do it? This is just so idiotic and so dumb, and shows you where we're at right now. By the way, I want to assure everyone that Fumi Saito's cats are fine. That's good to hear. All three cats are safe. So, so I got four emails in a row, all about New Japan. First says, a couple of amazing things happened on the New Japan Sumo Hall show yesterday. Minoru Suzuki fought Jushin Liger and bowed down to him after the match as a sign of respect. And Sonata shed tears after his awesome match with Okada. Now we are going to watch Raw, where Lana will sleep with Bobby Lashley. (laughs) First says, Sonata crying was very reminiscent of when Okada at Wrestle Kingdom 9 failed to beat Tanahashi and left the Tokyo Dome in tears. He's going through the same phase right now. That's why I think Sonata will finally win the IWGP heavyweight title by next year. The person says, The moment with Okada and Sonata after their match was absolutely incredible. One of the best storytelling moments I have ever seen. And this person said, Sonata cried in tears after his title match with Okada earlier today. I would be lying if I didn't either. New Japan is just the best. So there you go. As far as like the people that say there's no storylines in New Japan. It's all wrestling. You know, I was trying to think, when was the last time WWE made a big deal about a wrestler overcome with emotion and crying in the ring? I mean, that used to be like a staple of Shawn Michaels' title. Dude, I watched SmackDown on Friday. Kofi Kingston, a week after being beaten in seven seconds by Brock Lesnar yeah. to, to end his six-month fairy tale title reign where he won the belt at WrestleMania, he comes out throwing pancakes... He hasn't done one interview. I don't even think he's done an interview on social media. Even Alexa and Nikki did interviews talking about how they're so happy to be on the same brand. I don't think Kofi has said one word about losing the title in seven seconds to Brock Lesnar. Because they don't want him to. It didn't exist to them. And let me tell you something. I I don't want to play too much devil's advocate here, but... When's the last time they've tried to elicit, you know, and show that type of emotion? It was every single solitary women's match for a while seemed to have somebody crying at the end to well. the point where it became parody to me. And the problem is 
it's not a problem. It's just how do you construct your wrestling product and how do you sell it? And New Japan is still rooted in sport. And we see people get overcome with emotion at the most sometimes the most random times and sometimes the biggest times when they when they fail. And that's why the Okada one worked. And it wasn't, wow, look at Big Show crying. No, it was Okada thinking that he'd never be able to get over the hump on Tanahashi. And he gives it at all. And he's emotionally spent and drained. And this was the same type of story that they've been playing now with Sonata. So that's why it works, because the credibility of the guys and the product and how it is put out there and, and how their fans view it, that's why it works. You know, Jim made a point before we went on the air about The Fiend and the Joker movie. Jim? Here we are in October. Halloween season. The Joker is the number one movie for the second week in a row. Now was the time. Last week was the time for The Fiend. Because after Halloween, it's all family time. Thanksgiving and Christmas and shopping and love and joy. That was the time for this diabolical, evil, sinister character to begin his reign of terror over the WWE. And finally, at WrestleMania, some night will come out of the crowd and vanquish him at the behest of all of the fans. That's what should have happened. Well, it's funny that you bring that up because this person here writes in and says, I went to a WWE live show last night. Ali versus Nakamura stole the show. The main event was Rollins versus The Fiend for the title. The Fiend was DQ'd for hitting the ref. Crowd booed as you'd expect. Here's my question. Why couldn't The Fiend just win the belt? I mean, like, you're right about the Joker. Mike brings up Halloween. Cages that they can sell for Christmas, that sort of thing. But dude, why does Seth Rollins need to be the champion right now? And also, you can't do a finish of the house shows, apparently. Well, and that DQ finish was so well-received at Hell in a Cell. What a good idea to remind everyone. All they let's can think of the is... Loop. Yeah. yeah, let's take it around the loop it and just do so DQs. Great. How about you just have the Fiend be the champion, and then he can win all those matches, and people won't boo you out of the building? How did that meeting go? Is there a way we can get AEW chants in every every place we go? All right. This person here says, I'm going to be watching the New Japan show when I get home tonight instead of Raw. Thanks for watching for me. Yeah, I mentioned this on the Brian and Vinny show, but I did that book signing on Saturday. And the name of the book, I'm sure you're well aware by now, everybody, is 100 Things That WWE Fans, WWE Fans, Should Know and Do Before They Die. Had about two dozen people show up. And do you know how many people that showed up for a book signing about a hundred things WWE fans should know and do before they die? You know how many of them watch the main roster now? There was like one person that showed up that said they'd been watching the main roster. It's like, my God. I realize this is not like the, you know, preponderance of fans or anything like that. But to have a book signing with a book about WWE and find out that nobody that shows up actually watches WWE. They all liked NXT. They all liked AEW. Some of them talked about New Japan. One of them was a huge fan of MLW. He said, MLW is the one show I watch every week. But, like, one guy was regularly watching main roster WWE. Just totally nuts. This person here says, so far out of 37 draft picks, 11 were different than what the WWE order would have given. So what they're doing, basically, is they're, I guess, still doing the supplementary draft right now. 
and I guess we'll get the uh, I'll get the list after the break, everybody, so you can see who may be going where. But that's the big hook tonight. After a SmackDown that was largely completely boring, and I thought a bad show, they're just doing another draft on Monday. And on top of doing the other draft, they're opening up the same way they open on SmackDown with a match to determine who gets the first pick tonight, which on Friday they screwed you out of. <laughs> what did you think of SmackDown, Jim? You remember a week ago when it was so exciting to be a wrestling fan? Yes. Yeah, we're like the New Year's Day hangover now. Oh. It's just... It, it was just meh. I mean, they hey, had Jim. some window dressing with people, but it was... Eh. Jim, I mean, good news, though. Good news. You got the you got the hangover, but you get the hair of the dog after Raw on Monday. You still got Tuesday, buddy. You got dark, and you got NWA power. Things things are looking that is up true. after Tuesday. Yeah. NWA power is definitely my red beer after uh, last week's hangover, for sure. I loved NWA power. Back in a moment, Observer Live. Come, my lady, come, come, my lady, you're my butterfly, sugar, baby. Come, my lady, come, come, my lady, you're my butterfly, sugar, baby. Such a sexy, sexy, pretty little thing. This paper makes you got me sprung with your tongue ring. And I ain't gonna lie, cause your loving gets me high. So to keep you by my side, there's nothing that I won't try. Butterflies in her eyes and her looks to kill. Do you use the blue pill to charge your sex life? Have you been thinking about trying the blue pill? What if we can promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for the other pills, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pill delivers the exact same results for less than $3. We'll do the math for you. You'll save more than $16 a pill for the same results. Want more? We'll give you 40 blue pills or 40 yellow pills for $99 and add four more pills free. You save more than five hundred dollars you don't have to be a rocket scientist to know what to do next you need to call and get your 44 pills for just 99 dollars. stop overpaying for the other blue pills call us and start saving a ton of money for the exact same results ordering is fast and easy with your pills delivered to your door in a non-marked package 800-223-0992 800-223-0992 that's 800-223-0992 Do you owe $10,000 or more on at least two federal student loans? Then you may qualify for new programs offered by the Department of Education. These programs can reduce your interest, lower your payments, and possibly qualify you for loan forgiveness. If you have $10,000 or more and at least two federal student loans and currently not in school, you may qualify for one of these programs. Call now to check your eligibility. Student loan advisors are standing by to help you determine if you qualify for these new programs. They can help you reduce your interest, lower your payment, and even forgive a portion of your student loan debt. Take control of your financial future. Make this free five-minute free call now to Nationwide Student Loans and learn how you can reduce your student loan debt. 800-439-7851. 800-439-7851. 800-439-7851. 800-439-7851. Imagine this is your money and someone wants to take it from you. Who is it? The IRS. They want your money. And guess what? They can legally take it. All of it if they want. Remember, they sent you that letter that said, hey, you owe us a bunch of cash and we're going to take it from you. So what do you do? 
fight back by letting our team of experts at the tax helpline work it out with the irs so you can keep your money and we're good at what we do when you hire us you get a team of guys on your side that know the irs laws and will fight to save your money so if you owe the irs a ton of cash and you want to keep it call right now and learn for free how we can help you put it back in your pocket 800-932-1749 that's 800-932-1749 you are listening to wrestling observer live with brian alvarez and mike sempervivi on the sports byline broadcasting network Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live, Mike Sempervivi, Jim Valley. Cheap plug here. Got a lot of great feedback for the Talk is Jericho episode with myself that just went up on Wednesday, I believe. You get a chance, check it out. Talk is Jericho, Westwood One, iTunes. Very easy to find. It is up there on my Twitter as well, at Brian Alvarez. Also, at Talk is Jericho, at I am Jericho. So head up there and check it out. Got a couple of things I wanted to get into here today. This person here notes that WWE announced two completely random crown jewel matches. And, in fact, they did. And these matches are completely random. Monsoor will face Cesaro. (laughs) Yes. And there will also be a tag team turmoil match. With WWE, of course, promoting it as the largest tag team turmoil match ever. Because as stupid as this Saudi Arabia thing is, as offensive, I laugh every time. Because every time there's got to be something. The greatest Royal Rumble ever. The biggest battle royal in history. Now we've got the largest tag team turmoil match ever. It's like this prince is throwing out this money, so Vince is like, Ha! Oh, give you the biggest tag team turmoil match there's ever been! Ha! Oh, they give him this match. And the winning team will, and this is a quote, take possession of the coveted World Cup and be crowned the best tag team in the world. Uh-oh. Not, not the tag team champions. Whoever wins this match will be the best tag team in the world. You win a nickname. Yeah. You could put a gun to my head, and I couldn't name another tag team turmoil match. But this makes me think of Shane McMahon, who's the best of the world. Is this another gimmick? Is this just an angle, or is it going to be a real tournament? Well, maybe maybe Shane can win. He could win it single-handedly. Yes. Yes. Yes, something must go wrong, and Shane McMahon will win the tournament. Wait, I got a I got a bigger question here, gentlemen, which is if Cesaro is not on anyone's roster right now because they left him off the lists. I don't know if they have put him back on, but is he working now for the kingdom? Is he there as a representative of the kingdom to to face Mansoor? I mean, where are we at with 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 Cesaro right now? Has he been added back into the pool? Dude, for Cesaro's tonight? already been drafted. Talked oh, about that yesterday. Oh, was no, he? he was drafted in the supplemental draft. Wait, Cesaro was a supplemental draft member? They dr- wait, yes. wait, hold on a second. Hold on, listen, Mike. There was wait. a list of 30 people, okay? Yes. So, they only drafted, like, 15. Yes. So, the remaining, I, I, I didn't... The remaining 15 just go somewhere. <laughs> I didn't realize. Because they're not in the pool for Raw. 
man. I, yeah, I didn't realize it's he was actually picked up and drafted. That's just, yeah, well, you know, it just goes in with the, the rest of it. It is it's just amazing. This company is absolutely amazing. Just peaking on, 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 on all angles right now. Just, just lovely. Cesaro will make Mansoor look like a million bucks, though. He will. He probably the, will, yeah. For that he hometown will. crowd, yeah. <laughs> All right, I mean, so. and AOP, watch watch AOP, actually, who is not listed right now in that photo. Watch AOP actually be the ones to come out of there, and I wouldn't think that that would be the worst idea in the world either. So this person actually has a very good question. He says, couldn't New Japan make an exception in the case of Moxley since it is the worst typhoon in history? This is so dumb. A lot of people no, upset not. today that he's been stripped of the title, but listen, everybody. Japan New Japan is king of sport and they advertised a u.s title match and it doesn't matter if it was a no-show or an act of god john moxley couldn't be there for the advertised match and so he was stripped of the title and so they presented a u.s title match and there's precedent yes uh kevin kelly tweeted out that when uh, Togi Makabe got sick, he was stripped of the Never title. So they've done this before. Yes, yes. It, it is a sports-based product. And the reality is, fans are so used to WWE just screwing them that a company actually doing something in a sports-like, realistic manner is baffling to them. Why would you strip him? He wasn't there. Well, it's because a championship match was advertised. The champion can't make it. He must be stripped. Or they could have done like an interim title match, like oh, UFC God. does. Oh, no. But they went, they went, in my opinion, in the right direction here. It sucks, but that's what they do. And like Jim said, there's precedent for this. If I'm not mistaken, Matt Seidel, too, when he was caught at the airport, he had, they had to give up the never-open-weight six-man tag team titles at, at that time, too, because, well, obviously, at that time, he was not going to be able to be back in the country, too. But... Once you do things like that, once you establish that sporting thing, if you wanted to then later on, when it was time, have an angle where you can, like, say somebody's coming in for, you know, and they're the IWGP heavyweight champion, say Okada, and you can't make it back. Then when you actually do those things and actually create an angle out of it, it will actually mean something. Because all of these other times, you have gone by the letter of the law, and, you know, that's what kind of makes, like, wrestling work. I mean, at least it used to, but again, you know, the more credibility you have, the more leeway you get to have later on. All right, so I was going to use the list that I had here, but I just realized that'd be a stupid thing to do. So I'm going to go to WWE.com and get the updated list of who's going where and what's going on. So since Mike asked, night one of the draft is in the books the picks are far from over. Raw and SmackDown continue their selections. Apollo Crews among SmackDown's draft picks, while Raw choices included EC3. SmackDown, and by the way, Apollo Crews was originally in the Raw pool, but for reasons that I can't even explain, they just took him out of the Raw pool and drafted him. Whatever. SmackDown has added Drew Gulak, Heath Slater, Tamina, and added to its tag division, the B-Team. Additional picks for Raw, Eric Young, and Sin Cara. So when we did that thing on Friday, I mean, we should have waited for the supplemental draft, Mike. Maybe I would have won at that point. Mm. So tonight, there's going to be the man, and it doesn't even say the man Becky Lynch. 
The WWE article just says, The man will kick off night two as she takes on <laughs> Sasha Banks. Man, I used to complain about the Texas tornado. Look at that. It's, go ahead. And the... Uh, and then, yeah, night two of the draft. I'm not going to bother reading the list of names because it doesn't matter, but that's tonight. Excited, everybody? You know what I can't wait for? All those names you just mentioned? I can't wait to see them over the next year in five matches. It's going to be very exciting. Dude, I can't wait until, what is it, October 14th? Hold on a second. All those people, when was the last time you saw them on TV? Consistently. They show up every say, now and then. Sin Cara being broken away from the group. Boy, that'll be really good for him. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Survivor Series is November. Oh no, sorry, it's uh, what in the heck? If you're trying to figure out when all of these people will be on SmackDown after being drafted to Raw, it'll be maybe next week. Okay, so I, I realize that this is this is not what's going to happen, but it is funny that if you Google Survivor Series 2019, the first thing that comes up on Google here is Survivor Series will begin on Friday, November 22, and ends on Monday, November 25. <laughs> So I hope like. not. I really hope wow. not. Is this a Saudi Arabia show? Is it the greatest Survivor Series? <laughs> it's the greatest Survivor Series ever. It's November 24. It's always a Survivor Series in Saudi Arabia. So today is October 14. So we've got 40 days. So for those of you doing the poll, how long do you think this brand split's going to last? Well, Survivor Series is going to be brand versus brand. And so you know they're going to shoot angles oh with people going show to show. So maybe you're going to get four weeks of exclusive brands oh before gosh. everybody's going back and forth again. I cannot wait for WWE superstars to fight over yet a meaningless trophy, yet another one. Yeah. They're doing I it just, in Saudi Arabia. They're doing it on Survivor Series. Great I'm idea. looking forward to USA and Fox executives being involved in the Survivor Series and having their own team. And i got to be honest, I'm going with Fox if they got Cletus on their team. This person says, well, you're going with Fox because USA Network is a bunch of morons the way they handled the draft on Friday. Stupid Mr. Robot. Ryan, please help me with this. What was the point of the King of the Ring? There has been no title shot or anything aside from a lame gimmick and bragging rights. Was that the point? Yes. Mm -hmm. yes. I guess they thought it would be funny to put Corbin in a King's outfit. And so that's what you're getting. Baron Corbin is the new honky-tonk man. Oh, well, wait, hey, wait, that's almost sacrilegious. I don't know about that. Let's, let's, we may need to rein that in. How are you comparing him to Honky? He's a guy who has no credibility with the audience, who his character emotes so much overconfidence and thinks he's great. He knows he has go-away heat. The guy who plays Baron Corbin knows he has go-away heat, and he works the crowd with it all of the time. So they gave him this ridiculous Jon Snow king outfit to, to <laughs> annoy the fans even more. It's just like calling him the greatest intercontinental champion of all time. That's what that's what that moniker was originally for because Honky Tonk Man had no credibility. So it just kind of jabbed the fans that much more to say it. But it's been said now for 35 years that it's become real. Yeah, but, but the thing with that one is as is, is bad as it was, and it was bad, it wasn't at a time where the company was in a complete malaise where Baron Corbin, you know, Honky Tonk Man wasn't pointed to as being a a poster boy for everything that's wrong. Now, I've been a big proponent of Baron Corbin. I think even now he is still not without being built back up again. But with that said, to do this in the feud with Shorty Gable and all of this stuff that goes along with it, like I, I know what you're saying and I know that you could spin it around or they're going to spin it around in their mind like that's what they're doing and maybe that is what their intention is. But I think how it's being received by the fans, again, there's a go-away heat. 
but then there's also bad, we just won't, don't want to watch you anymore, Heat, and that's kind of where they're at right now. Back in a moment, Observer Live. You're in charge of hiring, and Indeed has solutions, like online skills tests, which let a candidate show that they're the right hire. And we give you this toy monkey, which will bang its symbols when the right resume appears. Okay, there is no monkey. I said there is no monkey! But skills tests, that's a for sure. See why independent research by Silk Road shows Indeed delivers three times more hires than any other job site. Visit Indeed.com slash promo today and get a free sponsored job upgrade on your first posting. Terms, conditions, and exclusions apply. Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. You've heard me talking about four hymns and how they're helping guys look their best. If you haven't, it's time to see what they're all about. 66% of men start to lose their hair by the age of 35, and once you've noticed thinning hair, it can be too late. Solution, 4 a one-stop shop for hair loss, skin care, sexual wellness, and more for men. Thanks to science, baldness can be optional. Hims is helping guys be the best version of themselves with licensed physicians and FDA-approved products to help treat hair loss. Order now. Listeners to this program can get started with the 4 Complete Hair Kit for just $5 while supplies last. See website for full details and safety information. This could cost hundreds if you went to the doctor or a pharmacy somewhere else. Go to forhims.com slash wrestling. That's F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash wrestling. Forhims.com slash wrestling. Hey. Hey, Bench. What are you doing? I'm rubbing my blue emu on. Were you ready to go fishing? Fishing? You said we were going fishing this morning. I have 10 Gold Glove oh, Awards. Oh, here we go again. Johnny Bench doesn't go fishing. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. Johnny Bench goes catching. Blue Emu supports healthy muscles and joints. Blue Emu, it works fast and you won't stink. Available at Nationwide Retailers and Amazon. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here. Mike Semper, VB, Jim Valley. Apparently the landscapers. Apologize for that. Alistair here notes that Cesaro is currently a free agent, as is Shad Gable. So if you're, if you're attempting to keep track, good luck. Question, and yes. forgive me if this is a dumb question, is there anything we don't know, anything important we don't know about the Raw draft tonight? 
anything important we don't yeah, know. Yeah, I mean, everybody's already pretty much been picked. It's what I don't really understand the point of this tonight. No, there's plenty that have been picked. Okay. Because there's two pools. There's a raw pool. Is there anybody good? Anybody that's yeah. going to be a player? Okay. I mean, I can give you I can give you what the old raw pool is. I mean, it may be totally different now, but tonight these people are up for the draft. Listed, it says, in alphabetical order. No, wait they a messed second. it up before on you, Before you Friday. do this, can't you just say it's everybody that wasn't drafted last week, which means they're going to go on one no, of the two brands. No, because so like, there, were, dramatic is there were people in the pool SmackDown that didn't get drafted that are not eligible tonight. So it's not everybody that didn't get drafted last Friday. We got Alistair Black, Ali, Andrade, AOP, Apollo Cruz. although as I noted, he's already drafted. Bailey, Lesnar, Buddy Murphy, Carmella, Charlotte, Cedric, Hawkins and Ryder, which I'm going to get to in a moment, by the way. Dana Brooke, Daniel Bryan, Drake Maverick, Ziggler and Rude, Elias, Eric Rowan, Fire and Desire, King Corbin, Jinder Mahal, Liv Morgan, Luke Harper, Mojo Rawley, Miz, Noe Jose, Rey Mysterio, Truth, Rusev, Samoa Joe, Seth Rollins, Sarah Logan, Shelton Benjamin, Shinsuke Nakamura, Iconics, Kabuki Warriors, New Day, and Titus O'Neil. Now, we on Friday, Jim, when you were gone, did a draft. And Mike and Filthy got seven picks. I got seven picks. I was defeated in this draft. I think unfairly. So they, they announced that a team counts as one pick, okay? USA then drafted Alexa as a pick, and then later drafted Nikki as a pick. So they wasted a pick, okay? So I ranted about this on Friday. For some reason, unbeknownst to me, Cortez Castro got so mad about this that he blocked me on Twitter. I don't know if he's angling for a job or what's going on, but he was really mad about this. So it... Then I do the show with Dave, and Dave can't figure it out either. But he has a theory. He says, he says, the plan was to draft them separately to the same brand. I'm like, why? Why, 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 why? He goes, I don't know, but my only theory is all of the other teams have team names, and they don't have a team name. They're just Nikki and Alexa. So it's 1.30 a.m. I'm like, whatever. But now as I go through this list, Hawkins and Ryder, they don't have a team name. The current Raw Tag Team Champions, Ziggler and Rude, don't have a team name. So it's not that they don't have a team name. It's just that for some baffling reason, they decided to make USA look stupid i don't know if they meant to but they did by having them draft alexa and nikki as two separate picks i want to reiterate that when dave and brian say plans change in wwe that's real kids that's real it's not just that yes plans do change but the other thing is a lot of time there is no plan that's the other thing like some people you know the i could think of a thousand examples but pick anything like when The Fiend ended up getting DQ'd or whatever, or Seth got DQ'd, or the stupid finishes in Hell in a Cell, you know, the, the, the hardcore WWE fans will say, well, let's wait and see where it goes. Let's see what the plan... There is no plan. There was no plan that that finish was, like, part of. They had a match. They clearly didn't know what to do. And so that's the finish that they came up with. There's no long-term plan right here. 
They scramble afterwards. They have the referee go, well, I had to stop the match. Even though it's hell in a cell and the Fiend kicked out of 11 curb stomps. It's just ridiculous. And they expect this draft to get ratings. I mean, with it didn't ex- on Friday. With the exception of like maybe five names tops in that, all of those other names are basically people who you see doing pull-aparts every night on Raw. Those people rarely wrestle. Person notes, Ryder and Hawkins do have a team name. They call themselves the Gratitude Era. Geeks. First off, that can't be real. And second off, if it is real, it's never been used on television. This person gratitude here. Gratitude Era. <laughs> yeah, the Gratitude Era. This person here notes, New Japan stripped Brock Lesnar of the IWGP heavyweight title when he refused to show up back in 2005. This well, is just the U.S. title. That is different. He refused to show. Yeah. Yeah, that's John a, Moxley couldn't show. That was a hard time. But yes, this a... thing, these things happen. Oh, they're the Edgeheads or the Major Brothers, this person says. They yeah. should be called the guys with a lot of disposable income that spend too much money on action figures. That's, yeah. that's what they should be called. And Ziggler and Rude, they mentioned a team name on Raw. I believe it was Absolutely Glorious or something along those oh lines. Not the Glorious Bastards? No. It's like pretty wonderful. Be. Wow. That's brutal. <laughs> Why don't they just call Rude and Ziggler Rudolph? That's good. <laughs> that's pretty good. That's that's good as Shirty V. Rudolph. Actually, that's better than Shirty V. It's true. Do you remember when it was the dying days of WCW where they were just slapping people together and it was Buff Bagwell and Lex Luger and it was like Buff Package was the actual name of the team? Like, oh, God. Oh, here's, here's a guy with a lot of them. What was a long-term plan? For Daniel Bryan's announcement before he was accused of running over Roman. Or Shelton Benjamin looking around when an interviewer asked him questions. There was no plan. Or if there was, it changed. Actually, Daniel Bryan's plan did change. Shelton Benjamin, I don't know what that was all about. People talk about Kofi Kingston, but I'd like to point out Daniel Bryan was a very successful world champion this year as well. Yeah. Remember Mojo looking in the mirror? Yeah. That was all cracked. You know, the funny part about him is, you know, Rob Gronkowski, there's a really, I don't know how good the chance is, but there's still a door that opens up with, like, the Patriots where he sits out all year and then decides towards the end of the year, towards the playoffs, I want to come back. Regardless of that, I know they're, I'm sure they would love to have Rob Gronkowski in WWE, and it just seems to be like that's the only reason. Maybe he can face Brock next. Mojo Raleigh sticks around there is like they'll do something with him if Gronkowski comes, but if they don't, I don't know exactly what his role is. I mean, I again, I know he's he's fluent, so he's going to be in Saudi Arabia and all that sort of stuff. I'm sure he plays a, you know, can play a nice role there, you know, public relations role there when they go over there. But like, what what else is it? What was that gimmick with staring in the mirror about things were going to change, and then now he's just running around chasing our truth? Well, everywhere. I mean, things did change. He came out with a new gimmick. They just gave him a week and then dropped it because hmm. plans change. What was Shelton Benjamin looking around? For? I have it's no be like idea. Dusty's that one pictures in the. Uh, I'm. The you know what? Doll. I'm going to try and find out. But anyway, this person goes. I'm on the edge of my seat, waiting to see where No Way Jose goes. I'll tell you where No Way Jose should go. Everybody, he should go to Portland on Thursday for NXT and Seattle on Friday for NXT and Vancouver on Saturday for NXT because I saw No Way Jose work an opener on an NXT show at the Paramount Theater. This dude, you wouldn't even believe how over this guy was. He came out and danced all over the place, got in the ring and did like a nothing happening basic opener, won, 
got a huge pop, danced again and left. And all I could think was, he must open every WWE show ever. He could do it for 30, he could be like the Bushwhackers. Exactly. Yeah, no, he's really good at that. And he's really good at leading the crowd. Like, okay, this is what I'm going to do next. And that crowd is able to follow him. He's He has value. It just WWE. And what did they do with him? Nothing. He's vanished. Absolutely vanished. Last Dude, I you know saw him, what? you know what the last time I saw him was? Swear to God. was the pay-per-view in Tacoma. Were you there with me? And he was no. just out there? No. Yeah, he walks out the door and he just, he had a Seahawks jersey on or whatever. And he signed some stuff for like, you know, dozen people or whatever. And went back in. That's literally the last I've seen of him. Why is this so hard? I just don't get it. What's coming up on NWA Power tomorrow? What's coming up on AEW Dark tomorrow? We got Joey Janela, and it's supposed to be in a, in a great match. Is, is, did I hear that correctly? There was a dark match. There, there is a uh, Joey Janela versus um, uh, Kenny Omega match that apparently is absolutely incredible. I had, I had people text me that could not believe, and think about the ground this covers. Joey Janela should be dead after this match, they said. So, Wait a second. Yes. <laughs> the, the guy was essentially pile-driven, whatever the move was, off the top off of Off the a, roof, yes. Yeah. Well, he should truck. be dead after this match. Good Lord. That should tell you something right there. This person here says, with you talking about all these non-long-term plans, it's like you were right, Brian, and you are a professional. Thank you. Thank you. Jim, did Brian just send that to himself? No, I didn't. I, I didn't even read it first. But then once I read it, I thought, this guy's right. This person here says, even the Roman-Seth match had bad storytelling. Seth is out-wrestling Roman, and Seth throws a heel temper tantrum after one counter. Well, yeah, because, like I said, the idea was, I don't know if this was the idea, but I think they had to know that the story was it was Raw versus SmackDown, and the winner got the first draft pick. Roman is representing SmackDown. Seth is representing Raw. So on Friday, they should have done a match where Seth was working more heel because he should have been the heel in that match to that audience. Anyone else Dor pick up on that? I was say Dory Funk Jr., Hiroshi Tanahashi, he is not. <laughs> you know, and that that's not even him. That is, because I'm sure left up to his own devices or the agents with a lot of real-life experience he's working with, they would have been okay with it. But if that's the directive from the top, then that's the directive from the top. And as bad as Seth Rollins has made himself maybe look to some people on social media or anything, I mean, you can kind of hand-wave a lot of that away. His portrayal and, and how he has been rolled out, much like a lot of people in WWE that are supposed to be stars, supposed to be people we care about, I mean, it's just completely laughable in the direction that it's gone. I feel bad for Seth Rollins. Yeah. The character Seth Rollins is diabolical. After the Shield's biggest win, he turns on them and joins Triple H. That heel is cunning. The Seth Rollins now is so... I, I feel like the guy, Colby, is trying his best to portray what they want him to portray, but that's... That's He's not, trying way too hard. And that's not him. Yeah. And also, that's not the Seth Rollins character. You look at babyfaces who were heels. Uh, Piper, uh, Rock, Austin. It's like they all kept part of that heel persona that fans like. And this Seth Rollins doesn't have any of that thoughtful, cold cunningness that the old Seth Rollins has. And he needs that. But oh, the Jim, other problem even is... if they wanted him, even if, sorry, Brian, even if they wanted him to be the biggest white meat baby face in the world and turning it around, that's okay to lose the edge if that's the direction you're going to go and completely flip it around. But then he's got to have some sort of valiant 
nature to him, something to get behind, something to believe in. And there's none of that. I mean, they absolutely have none of that. He's completely devoid of everything. Well, the other issue is that he is right now the face of this company. There's no John Cena. They're not pushing Roman Reigns to the moon. There's no Ronda Rousey. Brock's rarely there. It's Seth Rollins. And so I guess he feels that as the face of the company, he needs to defend the company from criticism on social media. And the problem is it's indefensible. So, like, he can defend the company and have the real hardcore WWE crazies come to his aid, but, like, you don't need to defend the company to those people. And everybody else hears him say stuff like, we present the best pro wrestling in the world. And it's like, dude, you're on Raw. Like, WWE right now has the most talented roster of any company ever in history in terms of volume and the number of talented people they have on Raw, SmackDown, and NXT. But none of those people are allowed to do what they can do. So you can't, with a straight face, say that if you watch my brand Raw, you will see the best pro wrestling in the world. You come off like a crazy man, like a total geek. He comes off as a geek on social media. And he's supposed to be your Stone Cold Steve Austin, your rock. Back in a moment, Observer Live. Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors, just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit one quick three-minute phone call that's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number 800-603-0885 800-603-0885 that's 800-603-0885 Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But the secret is now out. So please, get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-932-5517. 800 Once again, that's 800-932-5517. Hi, I'm Dr. Robert Clapper, Chief of Orthopedic Surgery at Cedars-Sinai Medical Group in Los Angeles, California. 
dedicated to your health, your life, and your sports. As a weekend warrior, you know about sports injuries and pain. Exercise is an important element in keeping your body's core in good shape to minimize sports injuries. But when you are in pain, there is one product that I recommend to my patients, and that is Blue Goo Gel. Blue Goo consists of a proprietary formula developed specifically for the treatment of inflammation and general muscle aches and strains. I recommend Blue Goo for my patients coping with hip and knee pain before surgery, especially bursitis and tendonitis. Give Blue Goo a try. Call 1-888-330-0123 and you'll receive a one-week supply of Blue Goo absolutely free. The makers of Blue Goo are even paying the shipping. The number again is 1-888-330-0123. If you want more information on Blue Goo, visit online at www.dothegoo.com. Now available at select big five stores near you. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. I don't know if this is true, but this person sent me a lot of texts. I presume it's true. It's a weird story to make up. But this person says, the new WWE video game story mode has the girl character bullied by the school wrestling team for being a WWE geek. She yes. tries to attack and gets destroyed. Yes. What? I saw this uh, video. I will retweet it. I'm sure I'll find it quickly and be able to retweet it out there. But, yes, the guy goes and is going to put a stop to it. He runs. He, I think he slips on a tray. He busts his ass. And the biggest geeks in the world, and I guess that's how you, you start off, is uh, is like that. And you have to... To work your way up, I guess. Have you seen the character models on the game? Yeah, they're weird looking. Yeah, oh, they look uh, bad. Like PS3, PS2 bad. You know what was crazy, and I know this is a long time ago, but 30 years ago, people will not believe this, but I swear to God it's true. There were girls. There were lots of girls that didn't even really much like wrestling, but they liked the Rock and Roll Express, and they liked Ric Flair, and they liked all of those people, and they weren't geeks, and you didn't feel like that big of a geek watching wrestling sometimes, and now you must be a geek if you like wrestling. All right, I've been told Okada Sonata, this person says, five and a half stars. If someone tells me what is professional wrestling or asks me, I will show them this match. And he also says that Osprey and Phantasmos, five stars, craziest powerbomb from the top rope ever. Oh, boy. I guess those are some things to check out for tonight. Hopefully I can watch it before we do the show tonight. But that's it, everybody. We are out of time. I want to thank Mike, as always, Jim Valley here on Saturdays. 10 Pacific, 1 Eastern. We're here every day, Monday through Friday, New Pacific, 3 Eastern. I'll be back later on, actually in like an hour, with Filthy Tom Lawler. And then Observer Radio tonight, Brian Vinny Show tomorrow, Observer Live. So many shows. Sign up today at WrestlingObserver.com. You can hear all of them, plus 20, well, not 20, 10,000 archived shows. Pro Wrestling, everybody. Talk to you tomorrow. Wrestling Observer Live.